Welcome to Season 4 of the Fit Farming Food Mom Podcast. I am your host, Connie, world champion powerlifter, former bodybuilder, and elite trainer and nutrition coach. As a movement enthusiast and health nerd, I'm here on this show to speak with educated guests as we dive into the realm of all things health, fitness, mindset, and everything in between. If you enjoy the show, please do me a huge favor by smashing the like button or subscribing and leaving me a review. Now let's get to the show. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I certainly did with my family and I told myself I wasn't going to put a podcast out today because I was like, it's time to sit and relax with my family and not be worried about all the things that I need to do. However, I really got thinking about it and I didn't want to wait to put a podcast out until next Monday because next Monday we will all be in the new year and have set those new year's resolutions and probably or more than likely be started on what we're hoping is our new journey for the new year, the new me, all of the things, right? (laughs) And I know if you have been a listener of this podcast for some time, you know that every year I have to have this talk about what's realistic and what's not and what finds us in the same vicious circle year after year. So today I'm going to make it a quickie, a little breather episode, but I did want to jump on here just long enough to tell you guys some things that are hopefully going to set you up for success for this upcoming year. So with that being said, I do have to remind you all, first of all, I have a couple of sponsors for the podcast. One of them you already know. We have drinklmnt.com forward slash Connie, which is LMNT electrolytes. Fantastic electrolytes, guys. You know that I preach them. I don't really need to dive into the details with them, but they are loaded with sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and they taste delicious and are a great way to encourage you to drink water. If you visit that address that I just gave you there, the drinklmnt.com forward slash Connie, you can get yourself a free gift. It's a free sample pack, and I heard there's something else they're sending out with that too uh, from somebody that went to that link the other day. So they're always changing it up on me, but get over there, get yourself some free stuff. It's really, really great. If you're into powerlifting, I have started working with Anderson Powerlifting. Uh, They have basically everything for your powerlifting needs, knee sleeves, wrist wraps, all the things. I don't know that I have a ton of powerlifters on this podcast, but if I do, pop on over there to Anderson. Connie and 10 will get you 10% off your first order, which can be pretty substantial when ordering powerlifting equipment. So jump on over there, check it out if you're interested. If you're just a gym rat, they might have something for you too. There's a lot of great things there. I mean, we could all use some knee sleeves and things, especially during these cold months. So pop on over and check it out. Anyway, let's talk about the new year. Um, Especially being in the fitness industry, I see this happen repeatedly. It's a new year. It's a date. A lot of us use it as a reset to try to go out and reach our goals. I personally think that's a horrible way to do things because if you continue to do that, it's always going to be another Monday. It's always going to be another new year. It's always going to be after this wedding or the summer or the blah, 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 blah. 
I think it is much more reasonable to decide to make a lifestyle change. Don't have it necessarily be a temporary thing. Now, there are situations that warrant some temporary change with maybe some monetary strictness, but then maybe that changes over time once the goal gets a little closer. But I think we all have a tendency to put too many things in one place and then we get overwhelmed. So this chronically looks like in New Year's resolutions, weight loss. Weight loss is a huge buzzword for New Year's resolutions. And a lot of people think because of what is put out there by fitness professionals, the things that are lucrative, right, is like things that are making fitness professionals, unfortunately, like myself, I try to be not one of those, but um, fitness professionals put things out there that make them money. What makes them money? Personal training, coaching, 90-day programs, especially hands-off things. So things like buy my program, it's a 90-day transformation. Well, I'm sorry, no transformation happens in 90 days. And if it does, it's probably a really metabolically unhealthy one. Can it get you kick-started? Absolutely. So um, I personally try to sell these plans that are like a roadmap so that you don't get lost. You walk in the gym on New Year's and you're like, oh no, what do I do? So I have anything from beginner to advanced programs that people can use that are a roadmap. They're not extreme. Some of them are two or three days a week. They're very beginner friendly, or I have more advanced ones. Say you're looking to step your game up, but here's the thing. They are not ones that keep you trapped. So that 90 day transformation program is either more than likely going to leave you completely burnt out or it's going to leave you starving and emaciated and you're going to have some major metabolic issues. We do not want any of that to happen. So what that looks like is you jump on one of these 90-day transformation plans. You get put on like 14, 1300 calories. You do these workouts six days a week. Next thing you know, you cannot wait for this 90 days to be over. And then what happens when it's over? You're like, yes, I'm free. I can go eat whatever I want. I cannot work out for a couple days. And that sets you up for a disaster. Not only is your metabolism really angry with you from not eating enough and overdoing it, you're now hungry you're now craving foods, you're now taking time off that is going to get you off of the train. We don't want any of that. We want something sustainable. So if you're new to the gym and you're new to trying to make nutrition changes, probably going all in with some kind of crazy program is not for you. How about setting a couple of easy things that you know you could sustain for the rest of your life? I don't know about you, but I personally could get into the gym two days a week no problem for the rest of my life, and it would not be a burden. Maybe that's a good place to start. Okay, let's have two full body days a week. We'll space them out. That'll give our body a couple days of recovery. It will get us some activity. We can get some strength training in. Highlight strength training here, guys. Cardio is not ever going to do it for you when you want to redo your body composition. It's going to leave you with problems. (laughs) And I say that because I'm talking to you moms out there and you women that are on the run 24 seven, and you are now adding a bunch of other highly sympathetic things to your system. Yes, it burns calories. Guess what? So does muscle mass. You want more muscle mass. That makes you more, your your basal metabolic rate higher where you can eat more. It gives you a better ability to utilize carbohydrates. It's very, very important. Cardio is just that. It's cardio. Great for your heart, right? 
but cardio can be things that aren't extreme. Cardio can be going for a half an hour walk every day. We don't need to spend hours on the treadmill or the elliptical or the Stairmaster to get results. It's actually probably going to put us a little backwards, especially if you're one of those ladies that I just described. So get in there and strength train twice a week, full body. Okay. This can mean going through the circuit at your local gym. There are circuits that are set up at most gyms that you go around and you just hit every single machine <laughs> for a couple of sets. I mean, this could be two sets of 10. Like it depends on what your time frame is. You don't want to spend two hours in the gym. You want to make it something you want to do and that you can come and do easily. So, but this could mean do two movements for your legs, two movements for your arms, two, two movements for your chest. Doesn't have to be complicated and start with something basic. Don't start with something that's overwhelming. So that is huge, guys. If I can leave you with anything today with this is strength training is key. It is key for your metabolic health. It's key for your bone density. It's key for your, your sex hormone levels. So estrogen, testosterone, uh, progesterone, all these things, right? It's, it's huge for all of this, our metabolic health, and it is actually cardiovascular friendly as well. So we don't need to be doing those hours on the elliptical. The best thing I can say is if you really want to get out and do some cardio, maybe it's something you like, get outside and do it. And I do understand that we are in the winter months and it can be a little bit difficult to go outside and do that cardio. I mean, heck, so do that on the treadmill, but make sure that you're in a parasympathetic heart rate when you're doing this. So this can be something that looks like less than 130 beats a minute. So there are some differences in the kind of cardiovascular exercise that you do. So the first one is I'm going to kind of just lay out. It's a certain zone. We're not going to get too complicated here, but I'm going to kind of lay it out so you can understand it. If you can breathe through your nose, you are utilizing fat for energy during that exercise. If you start beginning to need to like breathe through your mouth or you can't talk with somebody else, you are now just burning calories and it's more what we call glycolytic. This means that you are using more sugar to get this exercise done. We don't necessarily need to be burning up muscle glycogen. We can use that for our workouts. We need it for our everyday energy. And what do most of us want to do? Most of us want to be burning fat. Here's the other thing. Burning fat, the fat oxidation zone, it's usually about 130 beats a minute or less, but that place where you can easily breathe in and out your nose while you're doing the exercise, that is a more parasympathetic nervous state. That means that it is not stressful to your body. It's an easy thing for it to do. It's not something that's going to add stress to your already stressed out life. So if you're going to get out there and do some cardio, that's great. It's great to get out and move. Try to do it with your mouth shut, breathing through your nose, so that you know that you're in a parasympathetic nervous state. Okay, so next, we covered the gym. The gym does not necessarily need to be a place that you start. For some, it is. Me personally, that was a really great thing when I got into my fitness journey. So rewarding. I can't think of many things that you can go in and do, and you can progress every single time. It's like, it's terribly re rewarding. It's almost addicting, right? Um, but there are other things. You do not have to go to the gym. Say you just want to go for a half an hour walk every day. It's probably better movement than you've already been doing. So really, really important. Don't have to necessarily go to the gym or establish a very small morning routine. We're talking eight to 10 minutes. Get down, do like I mean, you probably can't start out by doing 10 push-ups, but do as many push-ups as you can for three sets. 
do as many squats as you can for three sets. Do as many sit-ups as you can for three sets. And then repeat that every single day. When it gets better, add more to it. That's where I started. And I saw amazing results. Eventually, I bought a 20-pound kettlebell, started using that for my squats, incorporated some lunges. But it was an easy thing for me to build on. So don't have to go to the gym. <laughs> don't have to do anything crazy, really. Eight to 10 minutes in the morning of moving your body and maybe going for a walk a couple days a week. Make it something you can see yourself doing forever. Okay? So <laughs> that's something that is key. How about this? Things as basic as drinking enough water every day can be a huge game changer for us. Water has so many benefits, right? But how about this? Alone, like it helps your liver and your kidneys and your body detoxify itself. And in a society where we are exposed to so many dirty things, it can be hugely important to be able to filter that stuff out. So our liver, everything happens in the liver. Our liver is highly important. I mean, it even makes some hormones that help the thyroid move around the body. So one of the very first things I look at when I look at lab work on people is their liver. Is our liver clogged up? If our liver is clogged up, it's more than likely not converting our cholesterol into our sex hormones. It's not converting vitamin D. It's not getting rid of estrogen. And we need to, as women, we need to be able to detoxify an, uh, estrogen out of our body. And the way we do that is through our poop and our liver and all sorts of other things. There are several de detoxification. I hate to use that word because really it's not detoxification. It's our liver changing process, changing things, composition in the body. So it's not necessarily detoxifying it. So an example of this would be it taking uh, like fat soluble stuff and changing it into water soluble stuff so that it can be utilized in our body better. So anyway, drinking water helps our liver out, helps our body out, makes us feel way better. A lot of people have chronic headaches and it's actually just strictly dehydration. It has nothing to do with anything else in the body except for being dehydrated. So Maybe your goal is simple. Maybe it's drinking 100 ounces of water every day. Piece of cake. Like get yourself a bottle. Like I, I personally use a gallon jug and I put LMNT in it so that it's tasty. But I set that on the counter and then I fill my 25 ounce cup with that throughout the day so that I know that I'm getting where I need to go. So could be things as simple as drinking a gallon of water. Maybe you want to make a few goals, make a small movement goal, a water goal, and then let's talk about nutrition. Maybe just stop eating stuff that is in a box. That'd be a great place to start, right? Like maybe that can be your goal. Maybe your goal can be to incorporate a vegetable every day. Maybe not eat out. Maybe the food's not perfect, but maybe you just stop eating out and start cooking at home. There's a lot of things that you can do to improve your nutrition. Um, gluten seems to be a pretty um, overwhelming one for people because a lot of people really like gluten. I personally, that would be if I was going to change my lifestyle and do everything over again, I would probably make that the very first thing that I eliminated. When you eliminate that, you eliminate a lot of other things that are really detrimental to your health. The thing is, is you don't have to be miserable living without gluten. And I know this seems like a big one for some people. And if it is, reach out to me, send me a message. I can hook you up with a guide that will help you with all of your <laughs> understanding what gluten is in needs. But there are so many replacements for gluten now. It's amazing. You've got gluten-free bread, desserts, donuts. We made cinnamon rolls for Christmas. Like 
once you figure out what's in gluten and what's not, it's pretty easy to eat around. And honestly, there's an app out there. I do not get paid for this, but it's called Find Me Gluten-Free. And it lists all the restaurants that offer gluten-free options, which is many of them. And we have actually found some of the best restaurants we've ever been to right in that app because I find that places that are a little more sensitive to people that don't want to have gluten also get better ingredients, which is really, really cool. So the Find Me Gluten Free app, you could download it. You can start finding yourself healthier meal options if you do want to eat out. And you would eliminate so much inflammation right off the bat that you would probably feel like a million bucks. So you want to make one amazing lifestyle change that doesn't take exercise, doesn't take a whole lot of crazy stuff, right? It's just eliminating gluten. That's a really, really good one. So um, what I'm saying is you don't want to do things extreme. Now, with that being said, change is never easy, okay? A lot of people, and I see this frequently, are afraid to get outside of their comfort zone and it shows. And it shows for the rest of their life. It seems to be this process that repeats over and over and over again. The thing is, is change is going to be uncomfortable in any way, shape, or form. Learning new things is going to be uncomfortable. It's just part of life. When you started learning things young, it wasn't comfortable. I know, what's name algebra for one? I mean, come on, who likes algebra? It still sucks. It stuck, sucks as an adult. I mean, some of you are probably mathematicians and you like it, but guess what? Getting to a new job, you have to learn new things. It's uncomfortable. There's a lot of things in life that put us in an uncomfortable position, but those are the things that pay off later. Uh, one large example for me, I've been in a lot of uncomfortable places, but um, the most recent one that I can think of as far as a life standpoint goes was quitting my job and becoming an entrepreneur. And that was quite a while ago, but it was really uncomfortable because what if I couldn't make enough money to support my family? It was scary, right? But it paid off and I'm ever so thankful. I mean, I made more money than I ever have at a J job and I was in the health profession and I made pretty significant money before I quit my job. So, um, but you know what, it, what there was is there was stress. And the stress was literally killing me. Uh, if you don't know my story, it's a very interesting one. And there's been lots of ebbs and flows. I've literally gotten really healthy and gotten unhealthy again due to over-exercising and overdoing things. Um, and I had a job at the time to add to it that was highly, highly stressful. And that job was literally killing me. And I thought I had to have that job. I thought I had to have it. I thought there was no way I could survive without it. I would listen to these people speak and they'd be like, if you don't like your situation, change it. And I would think, yeah, right, buddy, you don't, ha you have it better than me. I would make an excuse for that person. Finally, I decided, you know what? I don't have to be here. I can do something else. And I did. And it was the best thing I ever did because the minute I got rid of that stress, my life changed. My autoimmune conditions got better. I lost weight. Things were amazing, all from just reducing stress in my life. So stress is huge. Now, I'm not saying go out and quit your job, but I'm saying you got to do things that are a little uncomfortable sometimes, too. So don't misunderstand my message here. There is going to be a part of change that is a little bit uncomfortable. And that's okay. Sometimes in those uncomfortable places, you learn some miraculous things about yourself. So don't be afraid to be uncomfortable. Also, don't make excuses for yourself. So I see oftentimes it's very hard because you want people to have a balance, right? 
So you're like, okay, well, if you go out with friends and eat something nice or do this or that, right? But then we have a tendency as humans when we take that easier road to continue to take it. So that might look like eating a giant gluten-filled cinnamon roll for for one, right? (laughs) I'm just going to use that as an example because we just touched on that. But that might look like having this giant cheat meal that's really awful for you. And then you're like, it spills into the next day because you made it okay. So don't justify reasons for bad behavior. That is a huge part of what happens with people is they they compromise, they compromise, they compromise, and they compromise themselves right out of their goals. There's a big difference between enjoying life and compromising yourself out of your goals. So every once in a while would be an enjoy life thing. Compromising yourself out of your goals would be like, okay, every week I'm going out drinking with my friends, okay? So don't compromise yourself out of your goals. That's really, really big. Uh, beware. Here's another one. Beware of all of these online weight loss traps, Colin Broom, Octavia, uh, these, any coach that's posting huge transformations in short periods of time, beware, not good metabolic cross across it with a big fat no no don't do it okay there's so many nuances in fitness and weight loss but i just want to let you know if somebody's making a huge 90 day transformation there's probably going to be some gate weight gain plus 10 pounds on the other side you don't want to be that person it's going to leave you coming back for that resolution every single year okay don't do it <laughs> don't fall into the trap Find somebody that wants to help you get healthy. If they're touting themselves as a weight loss coach, probably not a good idea, okay? If you get healthy, the weight loss will come. Will it be slower? Yes, but more than likely you've got that time, okay? You didn't get unhealthy in a matter of months. You're not going to get back to healthy in a matter of months. It's going to take time. It's a slow and steady race. I have some clients that have been working with me for about three years, one of them, which is down almost 100 pounds. Now that we see the 100 pounds, it's like, holy crap, this is huge. This is a whole person this person lost over a matter of a couple years. Guess what? She took a huge diet break, only gained like four pounds back. We're talking like four or five month diet break, right? Ate what she wanted, enjoyed herself within moderation, didn't gain weight because guess what? We didn't break her metabolism. We asked kindly, right? We we worked on health factors such as improving lab work and all these other longevity things, right? Getting proper sleep, you name it not overdoing it, not too much stress. All of these things added up into this magnificent amount of weight loss. And this is just one example about patience, okay? This is a marathon. Don't start over every single year with that extra five or 10 pounds because you overdid it. Just work on the freaking wins, okay? Like I've had several clients during this Christmas season not lose weight, for example. And they're like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm at a plateau right now. I was like, Yeah, but any other holiday season, you probably would have gained. And now we're in the holidays and we're just maintaining and we're still having treats and enjoying ourselves. And that is the thing, right? When you can find that place where you're not that person that's gaining weight over the holidays or afraid of that, you're actually just able to sustain where you're at. And then when the holidays are over, let's get back to our goals, right? So there's something to be said for doing things gradually. When you do things gradually and you do them for health, like you put food in your mouth and you're like, am I doing this to nourish myself? Am I doing this to make my body perform its best? Am I doing this for my health rather than a number on the scale? Everything changes. 
Because guess what? You just removed a stressor from your life in so many ways. You removed it from the mental side of it. You removed it from the physical side of it and the weight loss side of it. You are now treating your body with respect. Okay. So when you get out there and you start, (laughs) this is my favorite one. I ate Christmas dinner last night. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do two hours of cardio to try to burn it off. That's not treating your body with respect. That's abuse. That is abuse to your body. It's abuse to not only your mental self, but also your physical self. So doing these things is really, really bad. Now, the person that's doing that for their health, they would go out, pick things up like nothing happened yesterday, no cinnamon rolls, no giant mountains of mashed potatoes, right? Uh, They would go out, they would do their normal walk, like nothing ever happened yesterday. And that is treating yourself with respect. So start asking your que- this question. And I think this is a huge thing. When you put that food in your mouth or you step on that treadmill, uh, am I treating my body with respect? Because that's pretty important. Why are we doing this? Sometimes you have to dissect things. Am I doing this because I want to lose weight? Or am I doing this because I want to have longevity? I don't want to be taking... 8,000 pills. I don't want to be not available for my kids. That's a big one, right? I'm so thankful that I take care of my health and I can go out and hike with my kids and I don't have to sit on a bench at the park. I can go out and play sports with them and do all the things because I'm in really great health. But there are parents that can't do that. And I don't want to be one of those. I want longevity. I want to be riding my dirt bike and hiking up to the top of the biggest lookout tower and staying the night there uh, into my 80s, right? 90s. Let's just be that lady. I want to be the 90-year-old lady deadlifting on on the deadlift uh, Instagram, right? So there are so many things out there. And starting to ask yourself, am I doing this to nourish my body or am I doing this out of a place of hate of my body? It's a huge thing. So anyway, guys. I hope this was beneficial. Set reasonable New Year's goals. Um, I am available to help, even if it's just for a little bit of guidance. I have monthly coaching. I have pre-made programs for people that maybe can't afford monthly coaching. They are not programs that are going to starve you and run you into the ground. They are do I love my body programs? Okay. Um, or I do things by consultation only. So I'm always happy to help. A lab work review is my favorite. So if you want to start optimizing something that's far beyond the scale, lab work is a great way to do it. I'm going to have a podcast coming up about that. But I want you all to know that I'm wishing you a very bountiful new year. And I want to make sure that you're taking care of you. So make sure you're asking, am I doing this to nourish myself? Huge thing. And if you have any questions or any feedback for this podcast, please reach out and happy new year, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about me, my online programs, or to inquire about coaching, please visit www.connynightingale.com. And remember, nothing in the contents of this show is intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness, and it is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your primary care physician before implementing any new health protocols. 